Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's the Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Danker and Ryan Huang. Let's talk about the situation that we've been going through over the past two years. We've seen global lockdowns as a result of COVID-19, and it's forced people to stay home. Customers have increasingly migrated to online channels, and that's resulted in a dramatic surge in digital transactions and e-commerce spending. While the large amounts of data generated by these online transactions have also enabled organization to analyze customer loyalty behavior and they can do it at a deeper level than previously. But how has customer loyalty behavior changed due to the pandemic? And can we expect game-changing technologies like AI or AR or even virtual reality? How will those contribute to these industry developments? Let's find out more from our guest this morning, Anish Reddy, founder and CEO of Capillary Technologies. Good morning, Anish. How are you? Hey, I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show today. You guys are a very interesting company. So you provide cloud-based, omni-channel customer engagement, e-commerce platform, as well as related services for retailers and brands. Could you tell us more about how all of these work? Right. So, you know, so we, we, we have two products out there. One is an e-commerce platform where, you know, you could buy, you know, from your favorite brands on, on the website or in the store. Mm-hmm. Walk into a ASIC store in Singapore and you know, you can see our platform work or uh, log into the ASIC online site and that's powered by us. What we also tend to do quite a bit is customer engagement across all channels for a brand. You know, so if, again, you walk into an ASIC store, whether it's online or offline, the customer engagement, loyalty points, coupons, that's a piece that we end up doing for ASIC, for an abort, for a bunch of large brands globally. Mm. ASICs definitely is a good case study that we can look at here because during the pandemic, we saw a lot of people buying workout outfits as well. And that surely contributes to a lot of data, right? Okay. I think what happens is, you know, when you buy in an offline store, all the data that gets captured is just what was the product you bought and what was the price of it. When you buy online, you know, it's much more, right? You've clicked the 20 things, you've decided which one you want to buy. Sometimes you've left it in the shopping cart to come back and buy it like five days later. So you just have a lot more richer data as a brand to then personalize the experience for the user. Right? So like a simple example in a ASICs would be, you know, if we know that this is the shoe size that you like or this is the colors that you like, then, you know, why should we show you 50 other colors or 20 other shoe sizes, right? So, and it just then makes experience a lot easier for the user or for the consumer. And that means that, you know, you have better conversions, you have better business for the brand. Mm. So that, of course, goes a long way when it comes to customer loyalty. Are you saying that's one of the the greatest factors, that there must be an ease of transaction? I mean, what else do your clients use in order to build that customer loyalty? I think if you look at the way loyalty started many years ago, the airline programs and the hotel programs, it was a lot about saving a little bit and then using it later, right? I think the way loyalty has transformed over the years is more towards convenience, you know, I think today's generation is a lot more prefers convenience than, you know, save a little bit. And that's where I think, you know, this whole piece of using data to really personalize your experience, right? Whether it's on the website or whether it's in an offline 
store where can can the staff deliver a superior experience to you you know i think those end up becoming bigger drivers for growth like i don't know mm-hmm. about you but at least with me there is the same apparel store i go to for all my formals you know because the staff there knows exactly what i like right so it's not a conversation of trying to sell me something it's just of you know trying to fulfill a need that i have right mm-hmm. so and that's something where data can be very useful right if you bought two three times from a certain brand then you know they can really get a good view of what is it that you like what price points you like which colors you like like etc and that can definitely improve experience for you as a consumer and drive more loyalty of course there is the piece of discounts and coupons and all that stuff but we're also seeing consumers now engage more in places where experience is better than just a discount I can definitely relate with you there because uh, I like it when like I go to a food store and I already know what I want and how much chili or spice to put inside. Uh, Anish, you mentioned about the coupon spot and I'm glad you brought that up because what does this mean for business owners now? Do customers care as much and should I, you know, continue to invest in loyalty points and loyalty discounts in that sense? How should I approach this? So I think the key there is look all consumers are not the same right mm-hmm. i mean unfortunately what ends up happening in business is you know we look at the average consumer and actually there's nothing like an average consumer right if you look at your own customers they would fall into various very different behavior sets right like a good example i can give is someone like my wife she would never go buy anything at a discount okay. right? she's just against the idea of discounts and coupons and and there are in each brand you know especially the non discount brands there are 20-25% of your customers who don't come and buy from you in a end-of-season sale or they come to you when the season starts, they come to you on occasions, right? Mm-hmm. And so that sort of customer's experience is paramount, you know, whether it's online experience or whether it's experience in the offline store, right? Mm-hmm. While there are other customers who, you know, buy a lot but buy only at a discount, right? And will come at end-of-season sales. Now, if you talk to this customer about your newest product and it's priced so high and there is no discount, you know, for them it's just spam, right? Why are you even talking to them about it? While for the other customer, like the example I've given my wife, you keep talking to her about discounts, she will soon realize that look, this is not a brand I want to buy from, right? So I think as a business owner, what business owner, you know, what's important is for you to understand that there is no average customer, and in today's world of personalization and data, you can actually talk to each of these five different customer sets. in a very personalized way mm. right mm. and that will drive growth right. for you like different customers will need different stuff from you and if you can speak to them in that language obviously your chances of winning in a marketplace which is very competitive is higher so we put the emphasis back on the experience and the quality of the product what does that mean for these new buzzwords like the metaverse it's coming up it's supposed to change the way consumers make purchases There is a sense of personalization I'm guessing do you see this going well I don't know if you follow the funding market you know the VC market and uh, the company which recently raised uh, I think 10 or 12 million dollars where they do like virtual shoes so they don't manufacture any shoes mm-hmm. right so they do virtual shoes on a Roblox on platforms like that and I think fact of life is that consumers are spending so much more time on the internet on Facebook on Instagram on all kinds of places right and you would want your own avatars are people willing to spend and get a nice looking avatar look at china and look at the whole wechat ecosystem it's been on for like many years now right tens of years sorry at least a decade now where you know you have like people willing to pay for avatars people willing to pay for emojis all kinds of stuff right? mm. so i do think the metaverse is real 
especially given the amount of time today's generation we spend on all these platforms right i think it's going to start with gaming it's going to start with social and again will that mean that that will be the only place where money will be spent i don't think so i think the world is becoming more and more omnichannel in that mm-hmm. sense right so earlier it was offline was large now it's online plus offline tomorrow there'll also be social and i think at least the more advanced brands are starting to like make their moves right on the metaverse so i do think it is real and it's been real for a while in markets like china i think the rest of the world is just catching up to it yeah yeah anish we could also maybe look at I don't know if it's possible, but we could look at the ride-hailing apps as a bit of a hybrid. And what I mean by that is you've got gamification on these apps whereby if you spend X amount of dollars by topping up an in-game or an in-app purchase platform, you get extra points. What place does that have in terms of trying to build more data and engage more customer loyalty? Do you see gamification continuing? Absolutely. You know, I think the big shift is, you know, if you look at any an individual who's less than 35, you know, I think there's a divide somewhere there, right? Someone who's beyond 50, I think, or beyond 35, beyond 40, is far more cost-conscious majority. I'm not talking about the luxury band at the top. They're looking for, you know, value, right? While I think the younger generation today is actually looking more for experience and how well you can you engage with me, right? Especially for the younger brands, the more peppy brands out there. and we see that a lot like so i can give an example of china where we work with a bunch of these brands where more than a third of fourth of our points are actually redeemed to play a game online mm. right so it's not to actually take a discount in the store when you go and purchase next time but to just play online and you redeem those points you then get a coupon if you win in that game or you get something else and that's interesting and especially i think where gamification will be even more is when you marry gamification with the metaverse Mm. Right, you play a game, you get a virtual good which you can brag about online. To be fair, it's a bit so, of a, a bit of a play on vanity as well, right? <laughs> you know, but you know, I think where the world is heading, you know, I think we're all so much on social, and yeah. there's only perception and perception and more perception, right? Which is, and social is all vanity end of day. Yeah, so, yeah, you put it very well. I think just to wrap up, I wonder what you guys at uh, Capillary Technologies are looking at in terms of the next big trend to tap on. I mean, surely you got to stay ahead. What are you guys looking at? I think the two areas where we are investing big time is one is I think loyalty is moving from points and discounts to mm-hmm. more of experience. Mm-hmm. And an experience that means great data gamification, better experience for the user, availability of data across the whole company right so when you go to the store you get the same experience as online or when you call the call center right that kind of a that's one area where we are really investing and in that place on experiences where you know i think the metaverse we are all that also comes in right can you give a more differentiated experience like we work with puma in a bunch of countries about 10 12 countries now and their offline store experience is just so much better it's almost like online is where you go to kind of buy you know stuff but especially at a discount and you go offline for the latest shoes and great experience mm-hmm. and you know all kinds of ar vrs right so i think they they really done a great job of that and the other area where we're investing is more focused on the business mm-hmm. side which is the ai side right what's also happening is with this gazillion amount of data that's getting created i think businesses and marketers are a little lost in what to do with all this data right and You can't always employ like a big battery of analysts and a big analytics team 
And that's where the AI comes in, that we can do 80-90% of what recommendations or suggestions or how should business look at this loyalty data through an AI nudge-based model. So I think these two are the big areas of investment for us. One is what progresses experience for the brand. And second is how can we help the brand use data better through a AI-first view. We've been speaking with Anish Reddy, who is founder and CEO of Capillary Technologies. Anish, really appreciate your time this morning. You take care and stay safe, yeah? Thanks so much. Thanks for having me and have a great day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.